1: you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. Hello, and welcome back to 10 Minute Morning Motivation, a straight-talking, motivational podcast to start your day on the right foot. My name is Aidan. Thank you for joining me. So over the last few days, I gave you a few of my morning habits that keep my day on track, keep my mindset in check and help me progress started with a cold shower followed by meditation followed by journaling those are the three staple things that i like to do each morning to keep my day in check and they genuinely help i've tried many things but these three things have stuck i feel the direct benefit from doing them and i can really tell when i haven't done them so they're a staple in my life now there's a few other things i've done over the years and i do more sporadically that have helped my mindset that have helped me become more content more confident more powerful and just feel better overall. So I'd just like to share a few of these with you. Another thing I'm mindful of in the mornings is social media. So I use Twitter, I use Instagram. I go on TikTok now and again. I enjoy them, but I stay away from them for the first hour of the day. When I get up, I get up about 6 a.m. each day and I don't touch my phone until 7 a.m. I like to meditate without any external thoughts or opinions or views or anything. I just like to organically wake up and get my thoughts i think social media can skew our opinions or can give us information we might not have wanted can change our mood you're scrolling down your instagram and you see a traumatic video or on twitter you see some horrible opinions or bad news or just pure negativity as it can be on there i can handle them later in the days once i'm ready for them and i'm awake but the first hour of the day i don't want to let that penetrate my mind and my thoughts i want everything in that first hour to be mine and natural and how I feel so yeah no social media until 7am took a while because I used to be in a habit of waking up going downstairs making a coffee open Instagram open Twitter I I used to feel a need almost a hunger for new information I think in the current day we really do have an addiction and and a hunger for new information and first thing in the day my mind's thinking right what have I missed what's going on and more and more as I put it to the side I realized I'm not missing anything. If I don't go on there for an hour, if I don't go on there for a day, I'm not missing anything. I feel like I am, but really I'm not. So no social media for the first hour, no phone for the first hour, which has more benefits than no social media. I like to try and get natural sunlight before I look at my screen light. I listen to the Huberman Lab podcast, which is definitely a a recommendation of mine. Professor Huberman talks a lot about science and how we can use science and nutrition and many things, cold showers he recommends as well, similar to me using science in ways to benefit our day-to-day life and getting sunlight in the first hour of the day is very beneficial. It might not be possible because it's still dark when you wake up, same as me, but avoiding phone light and trying to get sunlight first, definitely something that I try and do. Another thing, as obvious as it sounds, exercise. I never used to exercise. Just to give you a bit of brief background, I was overweight as a child and teenager. All my friends would be playing football every evening, running around. I'd be stood at the side, probably smoking, Probably not moving very much. Exercise was not for me. I attempted weightlifting a few times. My dad tried to get me into the gym and I had little moments of this feels great and then I'd lose the discipline, I'd lose the dedication. I'd try it again, wouldn't really help. I was never seeing any results because I hadn't learned properly what I needed to do. Hadn't thought about my diet and I wasn't putting in 100% effort. Then in my mid-20s, I really got hooked on the gym and weightlifting. And that's something I've done since. So for the past five or six years, I've been weightlifting and I lost a lot of fat in the early days from lifting weights, not even doing much cardio until I started running a couple of years ago. But weightlifting absolutely changed my life. No exaggeration there. I lost a lot of fat, gained muscle, gained confidence, and it helped my mindset so much because I felt proud of myself for doing it. I felt great. The endorphin release when I'm lifting weights, the buzz, the feeling, the ache, the progress you can see is great because... Life might not be going well. I remember work wasn't going too well. My relationship wasn't going too well. I was quite angry. I was quite down. But the gym and weightlifting, the progress I was making there was enough to keep me going. It's one of the pillars. I remember reading in a book somewhere about the pillars of contentment. So, or happiness. Let's say the pillars of happiness. There's a platform of happiness and contentment that's held up by pillars. Now, if you've got five pillars, let's say work, your relationship, exercise, hobbies, and your friends. Five different pillars holding up that platform of contentment. If one of those pillars falls or isn't doing too well, isn't as strong, let's say work's going bad, you've still got four pillars holding up that platform of happiness and contentment. Same, if another one falls, the gym's not going too good, you've still got your hobbies, you've still got your friends, and you've still got your relationship to keep it held up. If you've only got two pillars or even just one pillar holding up that platform, if that falls, if all you've got is work and your relationship, and you have an argument at home, all you've got is work holding up that contentment and happiness platform. And if work goes bad that day, then that's it. Everything feels like it's falling down.
0: Hold up.
1: So exercise is definitely one for me. Weightlifting's where it began. And then, as I said in a previous episode, I started running, which helped incredibly in my weight loss. I think over the past six years, maybe, I've lost five to six stone. I've gone up and down, mainly down, but it hasn't been a yo-yo diet. It hasn't been any fad. I've been watching my nutrition, watching my calories, working out hard, learning, developing and adapting to different workouts. And I've seen the progress So that's definitely one for me, exercise, running, weightlifting. Recently, I've taken up boxing, which is something I'll talk about on another episode because I've definitely got 10 minutes of chat about boxing for you and how much that's helped me over the past year. So exercise is another thing that changed my life dramatically. Another is knowledge and learning and expanding what I know and understand and gaining more insight from books, audio books and podcasts. When I was at university, it was a great time for change for me. I moved out of my hometown, moved to a different city, met a lot of different people, and the first book I read at university that really helped was Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. I've got this in front of me right now, and I'm just looking at this, and there's so many post-it notes inside it, so many highlights. It's a little bit battered because I've read it three or four times. I've lent it to friends. I think every friend of mine is either sick of this book, sick of hearing about this book, or they've read this book, If they haven't read this book, that means they don't listen to me because all I used to say was, please read Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. You have to go in with an open mind to this book, but it changed my perspective. It stopped me feeling sorry for myself. I used to think I'm just a poor working class boy from the north of England, and I used to have quite a victim mentality until reading that book changed my outlook and perspective on everything. I'm probably going to read it again. Now the new year's here, and I'm feeling motivated. I'm feeling good. I'm going to read Think and Grow Rich again. Each time I read the book, I'm in a different mind frame. I'm a little bit older and more experienced. I manage to find a new little bit of insight to help me. So that's definitely something that helps. So yeah, knowledge through podcasts, audiobooks and books, as obvious as it may sound, finding the right ones for you that you can connect to and relate to and digest. Sometimes the most simple things can be the most profound. That's why I do this 10-minute podcast, because I'm not overwhelming you with information. I'm not overwhelming you with my advice and I'm not overwhelming you with my advice and ideas. It's just 10 minutes. You might just take one little nugget. You might go away from this thinking, I didn't like any of that. But let me have a look at Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And that might change things for you. And that's good for me. And that's good for you. That's why I'm here. I'm going to end today's episode with a quote from Think and Grow Rich. There are millions of people who believe themselves doomed to poverty and failure because of some strange force over which they believe they have no control. They are the creators of their own misfortunes, Because of this negative belief, which is picked up by the subconscious mind and translated into its physical equivalent. This is an appropriate place at which to suggest again that you may benefit by passing on to your subconscious mind any desire which you wish translated into physical or monetary equivalent in a state of expectancy or belief that the transmutation will actually take place. Your belief or faith is the element which determines the action of your subconscious mind. Now the two main points I get from that is exactly how I used to be and how I am today. I used to think there was an invisible force that was keeping me down, that was keeping me broke, that was keeping me unsuccessful. Feeling sorry for myself, as I said before, I'm from a deprived background. I don't have much money. I don't have any contacts in this industry, etc. Until I read this book and decided, right, thinking like this isn't going to change anything. Basking in the pain and the feelings of the past is not going to help me progress and benefit. So let me just change my thoughts. Let me try and change my thoughts to positive. Even though things are not great right now, let me imagine, let me plan, let me see the future and what I want it to be. So my subconscious mind and decisions take that same path. If I know what my goal is and what the outcome is that I want and I can see it in my head, my subconscious mind will start making decisions on that too. All the small decisions we make in the day that we don't even know we make, If everything is firing in the same direction, sailing the ship in the same way, we're going to make progress. And that's exactly what happened. This isn't some mystical thing that I've made up or that you hear people talk about and don't believe. This is exactly what happened to me. All it is is planning and executing, believing in yourself and pushing that, looking forward, seeing the goal and setting everything you do in the same direction and pushing forward.